everyone. Welcome to Open Mind Night, a show that talks about everything mental health and mental illness related. I am your host, Robin Tamanaha, licensed marriage and family therapist. Joining me on this episode is my guest, Jessica Brito. She is a licensed clinical social worker and founder of Take Control Therapeutic Services. She obtained her bachelor's degree in psychology from Cal State Fullerton and her master's degree in social work from USC. She is an ambassador for the Triumph Foundation, which is an organization that provides outreach to those living with spinal cord injury. She is also the co-founder of Read Amigas, a book club dedicated to leading women in self-care. As a Latinx woman living in a wheelchair, she works to provide services to diverse people. On this episode of Open Mind Night, Jessica discusses her personal story and how it led to working with others who experience medical and health trauma. We also discuss and define trauma, how the body stores trauma, chronic health issues, how therapy can help, and what therapy looks like for disability and chronic health issues. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Jessica. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm very excited. So we're going to talk about a lot of different things. But first, um, maybe for the listeners, could you describe your personal experience and journey and and what it's been like for you? Yeah, of course. Um, So I I started working with disabilities and disability-related issues um, after sustaining a spinal cord injury. So in 2010, I was in a car accident and I was left paralyzed from the neck down. And I was really intrigued by just the mental aspect of what a situation like that causes. Um, it, it was really interesting to see how some people went into depression, anxiety, and then how some people um, really are, their resilience just kind of doesn't, it doesn't phase them as much or they don't display as much uh, turmoil. And then once I started understanding the impact of trauma and PTSD when I was in school, my big thing really became that mental health is physical health and how it's just all one. And I think sometimes uh, certain fields, whether it's, you know, um, physical health, uh, primary care, specialties, or even therapists, they kind of separated the, the head and the body, right? And I just really was taken aback because I realized how much trauma impacted both because they're not separate, they're connected. And so at this point, uh, after working in a couple hospitals, uh, a couple medical offices, and just substance abuse and different different um, different specialties and fields, uh, I decided to open my own private practice and really focus on anxiety, trauma, and um, uh, disabilities and chronic health issues, just because to me, they're so connected. And I felt like there wasn't enough out there. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your story. You know, I think um, like what you went through, sounds like really hard, you know, and at the same time, 
like opened up like kind of like your little kind of like a niche in a way as we say in the private practice world like your focus you know which is so important and i think there's so many like different types of traumas you know could you could you explain like you know and describe like for the listeners like maybe like what exactly like trauma is and like even specifically like medical or health related ones mm-hmm. so trauma i think people and we talk about this in the therapy world that there's different types of trauma big t little t which means something that just impacted or shifted your life in some way or form and in the field that i work i really uh and my private practice work with people with disabilities or chronic health issues because scientifically it's been proven that trauma when someone's exposed to trauma they're flooded with stress hormones right and so when when our brain can't really articulate or really express the trauma it manifests in our bodies and so um, the more research we're finding uh, we're learning that trauma lives in the body as much as it does in the brain. So years after uh, experiencing stress or trauma to this degree, people will start seeing health issues. And for those who have disabilities or chronic health issues, it just exacerbates a lot of the symptoms of the physical health issues. And so trauma really impacts the way we see ourselves, others in the world. And we can't always express that, right, verbally. So sometimes our body will express it, whether it's chronic pain, whether it's diabetes. Um, We have a lot of findings that individuals with diabetes will experience a lot of depression, right? And it's, again, the chemicals, um, the chemical imbalance that's happening when some of these health issues are happening. Things like fibromyalgia are so highly tied to trauma. And it's very interesting too, because a lot of times we can't, doctors can't figure out the cause of fibromyalgia, right? And so, and that's because cortisol causes inflammation in the body. It's gonna cause inflammation in cells and neurons, nerves. And so we can see now the health issues in a bigger sense. yeah, I, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for describing that. It's so interesting. And I like how even before you, you know, mentioned like the mind and body connection to, you know, or in this case, even what you said, like sometimes like later, like the effects later or like accumulation over time. Right. And I think for those that may have experienced something or are kind of unsure, it's like, oh, well, I'll just keep going you know, or maybe I can just keep going, even though maybe I feel some discomfort or all that, but it kind of, what what I hear you saying is um, the effects later and how that can build. And even just the experience of like, like when I think like health trauma too, it's almost like the change in health, like your body's like even different, you know, it feels different um, depending on what happened, like maybe not even doing things like you used to be able to do or doing it to a different capacity, you know, even like fibromyalgia too, it's a very, very painful one, even probably just like trying to get through the day, you know? And so that's all emotion, emotions too. Yeah. And I think, you know, for those who are 
adjusting to health issues or disabilities. It is a challenge because, you know, even being diagnosed with a new disability or with a new illness or that in itself can be traumatic and um, operating healthcare systems is a nightmare. And the amount of gaslighting that doctors do sometimes, right? Um, you're not really feeling that. It's just in your brain. And it, it, it's really hard, right? You're constantly, you end up questioning yourself and your ability to trust your thoughts and beliefs. And so, yeah, a lot of trauma that comes from medical health issues. Yeah, I think of it like like a tree. There's all these like different branches and each branch is like a different like struggle or a different trauma, like within the overall trauma of this you know, health concern or the medical concern or injury or like whatever, you know, whatever it may be. Um, before, before we started the recording, you know, one of the things you and I had talked about was like the ACEs and that gets brought up a lot. Can you describe for the listeners, like what the ACEs is and like what that means and what it's for? So the ACEs and it's, and it's really, I'll tell you what's going on with it right now in healthcare, but um, ACEs is a study that was conducted, it stands for adverse child effects, which means the, the long-term effects of trauma, right? The adverse symptoms that can come. And it, and it measures how much trauma you've been exposed to or experienced throughout a lifetime and then has a measure of the likelihood of you having health issues. Because as your ACEs score, right? Um, goes up so does the correlation with uh, health issues and aces has been linked to hypertension um, diabetes heart failure and so more and more the aces is pointing to this uh, shift that we need to start having and medical or like California's public health insurance uh, is starting to train their primary care providers for like federally funded clinics um, on the ACEs score. So primary care is being trained so that if someone does have a physical health issue and has a high score on the ACEs, they understand that the amount of trauma and stress this person is in, but they're also using it as a preventative measure. So um, they're starting to screen earlier for certain things, run more labs, provide more psychoeducation for health um, if the person has a higher ACEs score. That's amazing. So they're using it like for information as a tool to actually yeah. continue to help the patients. That's really cool. I didn't know that piece. Yeah, because a lot of primary care already screens for depression and anxiety. Yeah. It's part of their, especially depression, um, but they're starting to get trained. They started, I think, 2021 at the end. And obviously to roll it out for all of their clinics, it's going to take time. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they're even acknowledging, right, it goes back to their realizing that you can't separate the head from the body. That is so cool. I think it was, um, 
I still have to get the book, but I think it was like the Surgeon General or somebody that had actually even years ago um, brought up the ACEs. So I wonder if too that had an effect in like really uh, making this more you know known and out there as far as how helpful it can be. And for the listeners, the ACEs it's essentially like a questionnaire, right? That where you circle you know different things um, to see like what your score is. And then I believe depending on like what the number is, like you said, indicates certain things. So let's say someone like on their own or they had seen the ACEs and they do the questionnaire and they're scoring like a certain number or they're like, or if anything, maybe having like increased awareness of like what they're going through or what they have been through, you know? What, is there anything like they could do with it? Like is Well, I think... I'm very much an advocate for wellness checks Mm -hmm. and I don't think it should be like, oh, you realize this is going on to go to the doctor, right? We don't do that. We get physicals once a year. That's just a standard. I would say that uh, if you have the awareness of, of maybe the ACEs score or something similar, that it's okay to say maybe I should bounce this off of the brain of a professional and seek therapy. Now, it doesn't mean that because you have a high score in the ACEs that you're going to have health issues, but, you know, studies show that regulating stress is harder if you have, if you have experienced things as a child or a teenager that made it difficult. So, Maybe you don't need therapy, but it doesn't hurt to seek out, you know, an eval or a consultation just to say, hey, like, I want to take preventative measures to make sure that my health continues to stay intact. And again, it's physical and mental. Definitely. Yeah. And as far as for, um, let's say, like with therapy, like if someone's experienced like health or like medical trauma and say, oh, maybe I'll like wonder if you know therapy could be helpful or they're interested or curious about exploring that as like one of the things to take care of themselves how could therapy help like medical or health trauma so the problem with people who have a history of trauma and are seeing a correlation with health issues or if you have a disability or a chronic health issue and it's making it worse you're seeing you know, it's really hard to adjust. Um, The way therapy helps is there's, and I'm going to say this because I think there's a difference between trauma-informed therapists. I think we're all trauma-informed if you're a therapist, Um, but there is trauma-focused, right? Treatments, like treatments that are specific for trauma, and there's a lot out there. So, I mean, I think it's important to find a therapist. I know it's weird, right, to hear that one therapist treats this, the other therapist treats that, but if that's their specialty or what they're trained in, um, what it does is trauma treatment is actually supposed to help uh, help get the person back to homeostasis, to get to a place where the stress levels do come back down after being brought up because the more the body learns to come back down, then we get that release, right? Less inflammation, less cortisol in the body, less, you know, epinephrine, all these like fight or flight responses that release so many chemicals are being, you know, um, stabilized. And so my clients who have disabilities or health issues, 
do notice a change in their physical health when the mental part is worked with. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And I think, um, especially those of us in private practice, we all have our different, um, therapies or modalities or treatments, right. That we draw upon, you know, and let's say like, uh, those, you know, there are so many different trauma, like focused therapies for you. What, what ones do you use with your clients? So I'm a cognitive based therapist. So I do cognitive processing therapy. Um, but it, I work with adults, so I, I wouldn't use it on a child because cognitively they might not be ready. Um, so I basically, because I work with adults, I do cognitive processing therapy, which really examines, because what we realize is it's not what happened in the trauma that affects us. It's what we told ourselves, what we believed, what our brain and subconscious believed. So focusing on those thoughts and beliefs and changing them to cause some shift in neural connections, right? That's where I focus. Um, there are great treatments, but that's what I'm, my specialty. Yeah. And I'm sure I might know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyways, because the listeners might have it is for um, cognitive processing. Like how long is that, that therapy, like on average, or what is it? So the actual treatment is 12 to 13 weeks for this treatment because it's considered brief. Um, but as we do also work on increasing coping strategies, relationships, if someone has a disability, we might also be looking at adjustment and just a grief and loss process. So about 20 to 25 weeks, I would say with me treatment. Mm -hmm. Okay. And let's say since this is like, you know, cognitive um, or cognitive focus, like what are maybe some of like those, that self-talk, those thoughts that the person may have that the cognitive processing would work with? Like where maybe the common kind of running thoughts go into the person's mind? So it's interesting because a lot of them come from society and just the way we're raised, right? So for example, good things happen to good people, right? So you grow up your whole life hearing that and then, you know, you have a catastrophic car accident that leaves you paralyzed. Then your belief is, I guess I'm not a good person, right? I messed up. I must be responsible because good things happen to good people. So this happened to me. It's, you know, punishment for something that happened to me, right? Um beliefs like I should have been able to control it I should have known better I should have done things differently um even health issues right like I don't know like you could have you could be completely unaware of a genetic trait in family and then you ask yourself well I'm the only one that got it so there must be something wrong with me you know I must have done something to deserve this or uh, a lot of those uh, for people with health issues and, you know, people who have experienced trauma or uh, the beliefs that are really ingrained are the ones that we've heard our whole lives. Interesting. That's so interesting. And so like someone, you know, goes, a person goes through therapy, right, for their medical 
um, like their medical or health trauma, you know, and they, um, you know, they say they do the cognitive processing, you know, they work through all that, you know, change like thoughts, beliefs, you know, um, other than like the, like kind of the, the change in like adjusting with kind of the thoughts and like doing the thought challenging, like how, what else would somebody expect as far as like how their life or how they may feel maybe a little different. Like, um, I always think like me and my therapist, like as a therapist myself, like it's always interesting when like somebody comes into therapy and we're like focusing on something, right. And we're working through it, but then there ends up being all these other like benefits like in their life. So if somebody does address like their medical or health trauma and therapy, like what have you seen as far as like later on, like towards the end and like when they're, you know, terminating from therapy? Um, how relaxed they are. They come in feeling like I'm always gonna feel these very strong negative emotions when these type of things happen to me. And then by the end, they're very worry-free. Uh, they're more accepting of uh, things being the way they are. And I think the, a big shift that people don't realize is their relationships, right? The person that used to belittle you, you might notice like, wait a second, this person loves me and cares for me. And, you know, you might notice that, oh, wait, it is really easy to communicate with family and friends. I just was going through all of this either, you know, trauma, right? Like, constantly thinking I was going to be taken advantage of or controlled or, you know, that tomorrow the world could end for me because, you know, I don't know, today I was diagnosed with this. So tomorrow I might die that you didn't realize how that was affecting your ability to interact with others. So less conflict with others, less worry, less fear. And yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I always love like seeing and hearing that too. These like other benefits that come out of therapy too. And overall, maybe like, you know, an enhanced life, you know, and, and, and deeper connections, you know, restored connections with other people. Um, is there anything I didn't ask about or bring up that you'd want the listeners to know? Um, just that, I mean, it ties back, I guess, but just to remember that if your body's trying to say something to you and, you know, medical care, physical medical care isn't really um, getting to the root of the issues, then that I would suggest talking to a therapist, not forgetting that last component of health, which is the brain. Really, uh, it's powerful. It controls every other body parts so if it's struggling everything will it's the mainframe yeah thanks for that so thanks for being on this was like super helpful and informative if um if the listeners wanted to like find out more about you is there anywhere they can go like website or like social media handles so for you know my private practice is take control therapeutic services but you can always just Google take control therapy um, and that, that'll pull up my social medias and my website. So therapy for short instead of the whole. Yeah. Okay. What I'll do is um, 
I'll put the links in the show notes so that the the listeners can like easily click on it um, and go from there. And for the listeners, keep in mind, we're licensed by state. So if you're in a resident of California and in California, especially for the, like the video appointments, um, then definitely reach out to Jessica if you're curious. So thanks so much for doing this and thanks for being on. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Hopefully this was informative or helpful. If you think this episode may be helpful to others that you know, be sure to share this episode with them. The resources mentioned and the contact information for today's guest are listed in the show notes. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating. If you would like to stay up to date, please subscribe to this podcast and follow the podcast Instagram at OpenMindNightPod. Also, this podcast is not psychotherapy or counseling. If you need to speak with a professional, you should find one local to you and contact them directly. If this is an emergency, please call your local emergency number or go to your nearest emergency department.